Between You and Me, the podcast for fabulous but possibly frazzled women who want to take charge of their lives. Co-hosted by Galway journalist and NLP coach Maria McHale and Dublin journalist and the midlife coach Alana Kirk. Because let's face it, between you and me, we'd all love to be able to press pause once in a while. Hi and welcome to another episode of Between You and Me. Now, if we were to ask you what success looked like, what would you say? Chances are, if we haven't thought about it too much, success is probably someone else's definition of it. Might it be a very successful business? Might it be a really happy marriage where you never, ever fight? Might it be all those impossible dreams that actually aren't real? So today we're talking about what does success success look like for you and why it's something we should always, always be looking at. And I think one of the big things at success is that often we start down a road to it and it can be success in, you know, I think a lot of the time the image we have of success is someone who's earning a lot of money or super successful in their job or they've reached the pinnacle of their career. Um, But of course, it's not always that that's the way you define yourself or how you think of yourself. And I think that's the interesting bit about is it what is success in your personal life? What is success in work? Uh, What is success in your family relationships? And it's very interesting because, of course, unsurprisingly, it can look very different to lots of different people. And what's really interesting is is under lockdown is how many of our views of success has completely changed because we've really looked at what's important to us and what actually yeah. we can live without. And I mean, yeah, you, you, you hit the nail on the head there that we're often brought up to believe that success is all about money and having sort of the, you know, shopping in Brian Thomas or, or yeah. having all the fancy handbags. But every piece of research will tell you that, you know, six months after winning the lottery, the people who've won the lottery are no happier. By all means, they're wearing fancier clothes. <laughs> yeah. Their lives are probably a little bit more comfortable, but they're not necessarily happier. And that's what, that is fascinating because one of the big things we often think is that if we just didn't have the money worries or the bills to pay or we could buy whatever we wanted, we would be happy and successful. And of course, that actually, they've literally found out that that isn't true. <laughs> and so what is success to you and to me? And also it might actually be different things. And I think it's really important to actually really have a look at it because women especially, I think, have been caught in this bind for the last couple of decades because we've suddenly been offered success on a completely different level. We've been offered all this potential to maybe run a business or get break the glass ceiling or do all the different things that sort of were denied many women generations before us. But we're still tied to a lot of the old traditional roles as well. So success on paper might feel like absolute shit in real life because you're just totally overwhelmed and totally, you know, exhausted. Um, And I think there's a massive difference between what success looks like on paper and what success feels like in your life. Um, And I always remember going to a talk a couple of years ago with uh, Andrea Horn from Tropical Popical. And she had set up the nail bar, the really fancy tropical nail bar, Mm -hmm. after her father died. And she'd gone uh, traveling with her sister. And she decided she didn't want to go back into the big corporate world again that she'd been in. So they set up this idea of Tropical Popical because she wanted a a platform to use that she could follow a lot of artistic ideas she wants and activism. But also she wanted to earn enough money to spend quite a lot of her life traveling. But of course, then Tropical Popical became a huge success. And then what happened was people kept saying to her, oh, you need to open one up in New York. and Oh, you need to open three around the country and make your premises bigger. 
And I always remember this when she said, but that was not my definition of success. That yeah. was somebody else's definition of success. And if I'd followed that definition, which of course most of us think of as success, bigger, better, brighter, I would have actually lost the very thing that I'd set the business up to do, which was freedom to be creative and be an activist and to travel. And I always remember that because when you follow somebody else, when we don't define our own idea of success, we absolutely will adopt somebody else's. And I think that is one, it's, it's like you said earlier, you know, what we, the path we kind of are guided down often, and certainly for our generation, you know, of women in their 40s or, you know, 50s, where, you know, it was often to be in the same place as men were or to have the same level of uh, career. And um, there was never a thought to what we actually wanted. And I know that as I um, got older and, you know, had children, my definition of what was success changed because actually being successful and having a big job with small children was not something that I could even deal with because it was just such hard work. (laughs) And it was like, that's when like I actually decided no you, this you didn't you weren't successful at juggling on one toe having three yeah. children and a business I mean exactly. sorry, excuse me I know I like, didn't all keep spinning yeah. what, a failure, Maria. what a failure and I think we we kind of uh, get talked you know for a good while you know you you think this is what we do and and I remember it's interesting because to me now success is very much about being my own boss um which was the step I made to kind of go off and, and do my own thing and, and run com- a company. But it was that thing of um, wh- defining what made me happy. And it wasn't commuting to a big job and trying to do loads of different things, a hundred different things all at the same time and run a house and do all the other stuff. And it was like, I was just dead by the end of it, you know. That's it. Actually, Buddha, who is terribly wise, <laughs> um, said, uh, success is not the key to happiness. Happiness is the key to success. And I think we often get it wrong. And what happens is that, and I hate the word journey, so um, I might not use the word journey, but it's like um, we feel that success is the goal instead of the game. But actually, success is the game you play. And whatever end of the pitch you are, and I'm going to go really wild in my sports analogies because I don't actually play football. But anyway, (laughs) there's highs and lows of a game. But it's the game that you have to be successful in, not the goal. Um, and it's just, it's, it's that piece about, um, what is the thing that's really, really important to you? I mean, for me, obviously, so I mean, just if you also, if you take on board everybody else's idea of success, you're likely to fail because it's not based on what you actually want. So, you know, according to sort of society's view of success, you know, we're a total failure because we're aging because you know what, we're aging in an age of anti-aging propaganda. So there's fail number one. Uh, Well, I don't want to, I, you know, I want to, I've said this many times before, you know, my idea of success is not aging gracefully. It's aging powerfully. Um, So that's my definition of success in terms of how I move forward in that. But it is that piece of just what, I mean, I'm very, and I do this a lot when I'm coaching with people who they've never really understood. They've never defined it for themselves, Mm. but also understanding that your idea of success can change on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on a life basis. Mm. Frankly, my idea of success under lockdown is a completely different thing to my idea of success a month before lockdown. Because right now, success for me is getting to the end of the day, being able to have my gin and tonic with everybody in the house speaking Mm -hmm. and achieving some level of work. Whereas before it was, it was a completely different sort of theory. 
And I think the big thing is that, you know, as we have grown older, um, the whole world has changed, never mind just in the last few months. But, you know, at the start, like when we were 17, 18 and leaving school, it was all about, you know, the job for life, if you will, you know, that we were, we were going to go down a path and we were going to stay on it forever. And, and even in recent times, you know, we, we both, and I'm sure all of us listening to this now would know people who've switched career at least once, if not more, that we have freedom. And I suppose to me, because I value freedom, success is being able to freely chart your own course, that you choose what you want to do and that, yeah, what you wanted in your 20s is clearly not what you want to work at in your 30s or your 40s or your 50s. And actually now your 60s and 70s, because nobody's getting an early pass out of the work life these days with the way they've changed pensions. So, you know, it's actually finding out what is your definition of success and what makes you feel good and trying to kind of tap into that because it's changing all the time. And I mean, we're going to go in in a few minutes into some of the things that we can do to kind of figure out what that is. Mm. But, um, you know, so exactly my, one of my values and and values is a big part of that, understanding what your values are. But, you know, for me, yes, agency and and that ability to have a bit of control over my life and, is more important than security. For somebody else, it'll be security. For somebody else, it'll be, you know, whatever it might be. For, um, and, and when you know that, then it helps you make decisions around what to do. Mm-hmm. Because by other people's terms, success for me might be a full-time job with a pension. Yeah. That nearly, you know, that's not what would be success for me. Success for me is being able to, you know, walk my kids to school, come home and be creative and do work. And that's not to say it's easy. And, you know, I, I go back to Mark Manson and, and his, he's a great author and he does a lot of blogs as well, which are worth looking at. But he talks about this idea of choosing your problems. And you know, you're never going to have a problem-free life. And success does not, and, and being successful does not mean you don't have challenges and you don't um, find it difficult. And certainly success doesn't mean that you don't sacrifice. It just means that success is knowing that the sacrifice is worth it. Yes. So I sacrifice a little bit of probably security in order to live with agency and be able to have flexibility around my kids and work and everything else. I know that that, that, that doesn't mean those aren't difficult, but I know that that feeling of success for me is worth that pain as opposed to a different type of pain. Yeah. And I think similarly, you know, it's, it's about choosing what makes you happy, which sounds so airy fairy, but the way I often um, talk about it and it's the way I work my own life is I say, how do I want to feel in my life or in my business, depending on, you know, and that could change year on year, you know, um, to depending on, you know, family, the age of your kids, you know, what you want to feel, you know, in your 30s might be very different to how you want to feel in your 40s. But for me, um, I just find this a hugely valuable exercise as a way of, because often we can't really think outside the box because, you know, that definition of success is, you know, three or four paths that we must go down. And then, you know, we'll tick the box of, you know, um, you know, reliable income, you know, secure home, those kind of things, car payment, all those things. And then sometimes, those things are not like for me, I would not get excited about cars because they're not my thing. But to another person, like having a really nice car is just everything to them, but it wouldn't like really get me going or motivating me. And so I think these are things if you decide how you want to feel, you can actually say to yourself, well, you know, do you want to be excited? Do you want to be, um, you know, some people really like comfort and some people really thrive in an uncomfortable place you know so yeah using your own definition of what makes you feel good 
as to what you will actually achieve. But um, again, just exactly what you said there, a lot of people when they think about success, they're thinking about the end result. They're thinking about the big house and the car and the job. But you've got to understand, for me anyway, and that biggest lesson in life is understanding that success isn't the end, success is how you get there. So I want to wake up and have a successful day. And for me, that means waking up and having agency. And excuse me, we are, we are Zooming from home. We are podcasting from home. So that is my doorbell in the background. <laughs> my definition of success is that we are able to record a podcast today. It does not be perfect. So yeah. that is the, uh, the, the neighbors. But um, yes, that idea that for me, success is actually a daily practice as opposed to an end result and that is the biggest shift mentally if you can wake up and certainly with a lot of the stuff that I work with with women coaching is that idea that no it's not about deciding where you want to get to it's deciding how you live every day because mm. we don't know what's around the corner you know we put all our eggs in that I want a big house bucket and something else happens then your whole life your success or failure is determined by sort of this abstract goal yeah whereas if you say I want to do a work that I really enjoy I want nice balance of life between my life and my kids I want to be able to go and I am meant to be windsurfing in Greece this week as but it is this the idea of it's success is not a goal it is mm. actually a way of living and it's funny, I describe it as a different thing where it's um, success is a system, not a condition. So that it's a real place that you have to define. And that's the big, it's the same with failure. You define your failures too. And I think, you know, if you think of success as a real place, that it's something that is, is somewhere where you're going, but you, it doesn't define your happiness um, it makes it so much easier. And I think that's why, particularly for women, if you bring it back to how you feel, well, actually not just for women, but I think women are more emotionally led. You know, um, one of the, the big things that when people don't feel successful is when they get into overwhelm, when they're like completely overworked, when they're doing everything, when they've got no boundaries, um, and when they literally feel like they are like juggling all the plates and nothing is worth Then it becomes this massive problem as opposed to, the whole issue of feeling happier about where you're going. And that's it. And for women, I think it's far harder for them to step into the space and go, no, this is what I need in my life mm -hmm. to make it feel successful for me. I need balance. I need time. Women find, I think, very, very hard to find a space in the house that belongs just to them. Yeah. An hour in the day that belongs to they, you know, I, I have women who just feel that like they couldn't take on half an hour themselves. Mm. Now that could end up being their definition of success. A day that allows some space for me in that, in that day. Mm. Um, but like, you know, God, listen, you just, you just described me, but Weeks ago, I was pulling my hair out. I was just, I this, you know, still this high level of work to do. I had three kids working, uh, schooling from home. I was so overwhelmed and stressed. I was not living a successful life, even though on paper my business was going really well and lots of fun stuff was happening. So I've had to completely reassess what success means for me at this moment in time. And bearing in mind, I can't get calorie-free wine because that would be the ultimate <laughs> success in my life. But um, if we can't get calorie-free wine, at the very least, I've, I've literally had to say, instead of having five things on my to-do list, when I've got three kids at home, I'm going to have to put two things on my to-do mm. list yes. and spread out my deadlines from one month to two months. And you know what? Nobody's died Nobody died that I shifted my deadlines by a month. Those were all self-imposed deadlines. Yeah. But 
for me, success is being able to be conscious and present in my day, being able to understand that while I have this to do, I can reassess very quickly that actually something's just happened that's a different priority, which is one of my kids or whatever. And I mean, for all that noise that was going on in the background, I don't know how much that's going to come in. My child has just walked through the door after ringing the doorbell five times. <laughs> but um, so look, we have to constantly reassess what success means and make sure that, you know, so for me, my success is living with intent and getting to the end of the day, feeling that mm. I lived it and didn't just, you know, the big thing for me is that I don't want my life to run me down. I mm. want to run my life. And the only way that I can run my life is to know what success feels like every single day. Yeah. And I think, you know, I, I know I've described before in a podcast, you know, that I would have been very much a perfectionist about life and getting everything done the perfect way and making sure everyone was happy. And I mean, I often look back now and think I must have been so exhausted. Now, luckily, I'm quite a high energy person because I used to get so much done. It was ridiculous. But obviously, it was to make sure everyone else was happy, which is not a very successful way to go about things. And at some point, you know, the foundations of that whole process crumble. And I suppose now when I think of success, it's very much around having freedom to choose, you know, how each day looks you know, so that I'm not over, I very much live in a space where I do not want to be overwhelmed. And that's not to say that some days I'm not because like Lana said, we're working from home in the coronavirus, you know, the doorbell's going when you're on a Zoom call, you're, uh, you know, someone's trying to ring you when you're recording a podcast, these things happen and you just have to get over it. But it hasn't, you know, again, you adapt to the, the process. And I suppose that's the difference. Whereas before, like you just said there um, before, you know, if, if any of those little bits or elements of my life were not working, I would take it as a huge personal kind of failure. Whereas now I'm just like, you know what, I'm much more forgiving of myself. And I, I know we've talked about this before, but I do think you get to the age when you hit your forties and you've done You've ticked all the boxes. You've worked on it, making everyone else happy. And you it just, didn't make like, you feel successful, <laughs> did it? No, yeah, it makes you feckin' knackered. Yeah, and you do get to the point where you just kind of go, do you know what? I really don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> I'm just going to suit myself. And I think the minute you start doing that, um, it does feel a bit uncomfortable, particularly because I am such a give, give, giver, you know, and I, and I genuinely, let's face it, some of us are like that. I genuinely love helping people. I get great joy out of it but not to the point of doing myself damage. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, so success for me is very much defined around being my own boss, setting my own day, making my own plans. And it's a very, and again, I have friends who would hate yeah. that feeling, you know, and I suppose this is the joy of this current world that we live in, that we're actually able to have those choices and make those choices for ourselves. And that's what we say when we go back to, what, how do you want to feel? And that's success envy. Yeah. Also, you know, imposter syndrome. Oh my God, she's successful because she's got ABC. But that's because that suits her. Yeah. DEF. You know, we are all different. And, um, you know, obviously I've talked about this before in the podcast, but, you know, that's not to say that I, there's, I don't like a certain amount of nice things. But for me, especially because of a real rupture in my mental health a few years ago, mm. I did because of my perfectionism at the time and because of my ideal of what everybody else thought success was, where I had to make everything, bake everything, raise these great children, plus work. Those were all everybody else's ideas of success. 
I thought. Nobody mm-hmm. gave a shit about what I was doing. And everyone just all focused on their own lives. That's the other thing. Yeah. So for me, success isn't necessarily about money in the bank, although I do need a certain money in the bank to fulfill yeah. a life. So it's not, I'm not quite, I'm, you know, I definitely want money I'm in the bank. tinted. We still yeah. have to work. Well, that's, <laughs> yeah. not my, that's not my high bar for success. My high bar for success is, is being mentally healthy. Yeah. Um, and so that really means that I balance as much as I can things in my life. And that's not to say I don't have complete mad days like I did a few mm. weeks ago when I just, I forgot to be intentional and I forgot what my value of success was. I forgot to define it for myself again. And it is about constantly redefining it to yourself. And I let the whole world cave in on top of me. Mm-hmm. And it's really, it's a horrible, lonely, scary place to be when you just feel so overwhelmed, you yeah. can't get a grasp on your life. So for me, like you, actually, success is just living a life that I have feel like I've got some level of control over. Yeah. And I think, you know, again, you know, these these are not the, the easiest of times for lots of people because the whole way we've worked, lived and everything else has kind of been turned on its head right now. But, you know, for me, again, it was a bit like you. Same thing. Had a moment where my mental health was really challenged. And I know I've talked before about my anxiety, which, um, again, was related to not wanting to fail because I had to be so perfect. And now, um, you know, I've got to an age where, unfortunately for me, some people very close to me have died. I had that whole mental health experience, which I obviously will always guard against ever having to go back to. And I'm in a very different place around that. So that now when I think of success, it's about being able to do what I want in life. You know, that we only have limited time on this earth. I can't spend all of the time working or, and I will never get back the time that's wasted. So in a way, I suppose I feel a bit like, you know, so I try not to waste every day that, that I, and when I say waste, you know, just that I appreciate, I suppose, the time that I've got that what, you know, if it's work, a work day or if it's a family day or whatever it is that I'm actually taking the time to enjoy those moments. And sometimes it doesn't work. Some weeks go a bit pear shaped. We've both had our fair share of a few weeks of lockdown where we've both been like two headless chicken. Um, Yeah. But you know, we're at the same time, we can take a step back and go, you know, we're, mothers were women but we've got kids we've got lives we have to kind of you know again I suppose we don't judge ourselves in that same negative way now so that we can be kind to ourselves but success really does um come to mean something different as you get older I think and and I know for me um it's having the ability to uh, appreciate you know, family that I don't have to work all the time. Like for some, all the summers, my kids have been young. I've chosen to work much less in summer and holidays so that I can spend time that I'll never get back. And I'm blessed to have had that. And it's the same now in the sense of, you know, trying not to work all the time because it gets a bit dull and boring and it doesn't really help you live. Sometimes you need a friend to remind you that. I had to text you last week and say, stop working, please. Yes. <laughs> You're working too hard. <laughs> no, and I think it's a good reminder, you know, and it's good to have those kind of people around you, you know. And um, again, I suppose we don't define ourselves in that way. And I suppose the, the main point of this is that, you know, I remember what it felt like to define myself that way and how empty it was and also the pressure and the loneliness because I felt like I was you know because it's the unspoken thing when you're in this stuff that you often don't say to someone else this is a bit mad isn't it 
We've talked about expectations. I think one of our first, uh, certainly in the first three, our first three podcasts, we talked about expectations and how disciplining and crucifying they can be. Some of those expectations we put in ourselves and some we think are given to us by other people. And like I had friends around on Sunday uh, for a bit of a COVID catch up Mm. in the garden. And, you know, the old me would have run around like a headless chicken, making every single aspect of the lunch Mm. plus the dessert and everything else. I made one aspect of the lunch, bought a couple of other bits in, and one of the girls brought dessert. And success, before success for me would have been defined by my output all the time, my output. Whereas now I define a lot of my success, still with my output, because I want to run a business and I'm an entrepreneur and I'm all that kind of stuff. But huge more of my success is my input. What am I putting into myself? What am I nourishing myself with? What am I learning? What am I building? Um, and that's, that's, that's the big difference. So in terms of um, our lovely listeners, what mm-hmm. are some of the things that we can do to help us define what success looks like for us? Well, I think one of the biggest things is that what, the question I said earlier. And again, it's not something we ask ourselves very often, how you want to feel. Um, I always ask when I'm doing my business coaching to other business owners, how do you want to feel in your business? But I also do it to myself for business and for, I say, how do I want to feel in my life? And I often do this when I'm doing one-to-one coaching because sometimes, you know, it's like you said there, even when you start a business and you have an intention that it's going to be a certain way and it's going to give you freedom, sometimes that business morphs into this huge, big thing that takes so much of your time and it ends up becoming this massive stress. Mm -hmm. And maybe you don't, you know, some people want to build a business, make it usually successful and then sell it. And that's their thing. And then other people just want to like do two days a week in their business and have the rest of the time off and not feel the stress. And so like, that's the same as in life, you know, how you, do you want to feel when you wake up every morning? Do you want to be up at seven in a very structured day or are you, you know, for me, and I always say this to people, one of my big things is freedom. I hate to be pinned down. So if someone said to me, um, you know, Monday to Friday at, you know. That's what your last date told me. Yeah. <laughs> 11, 7. I'm going to pass on that one. <laughs> 11, 7 and 4, you've got to do X, Y, Z. I'd be like, what if I don't feel like it? And I'd be all like, it would really, I would resist that, you know, whole idea of having to do Where something. Some people need structure. And that success for them is a routine. Yeah, exactly. And so that's why I say, if you, if you know how you want to feel, it actually, it's a really brilliant question. And it sounds so, it does sound woo, but actually, if you start with that, then you can build around that, whether it's work or personal life. And it actually gets you going so that you're actually doing something you like. Because as you say, another person would hate an unstructured feeling and will get nothing done. Um, so some people need structure. Some people like me do not need too much structure. A little bit of structure we all need. But yeah, success for me is definitely about feeling happy. And yeah, for me, it's, it's linking. And it actually links quite nicely because I have this idea of you have your own compass. And we do, you know, our, everyone has an individual compass. You don't lift it off the shopping shelf. It's not a generic piece. Everyone has to create their own north, south, east and west. Um, and I think that's a lovely question. What, what do you want to feel like? Another one is, you know, what are your motivations in life? Um, so, you know, yes. for me, a big one since I became a mother, and, and they're very different, my motivations compared from before, mm-hmm. because I have three daughters. I have to be so careful how I role model. So, you know, I stayed in an unhappy marriage for longer than I should have because mm-hmm. I thought that I was doing a favor for them. 
But then, because, you know, I didn't want to break up a family. But would I want that marriage for them? Was I role modeling a good marriage for them? No. Mm. So do I want to work myself into the ground and never have any time and be constantly stressed? No. Do I want a role model that you find balance in your life? Because would I, would, that, would I want that life for them? Would I want to look at my child, which is in her 30s, totally stressed, totally overwhelmed, no joy, no space or time for herself? No. So I've got to role model that for her now. So I've got to create, show them that friendships are a big part of my life, that me sitting in the garden reading a book, when there's 10 things to be done in the house, that's mm-hmm. an important thing to do. Um, and the other one is probably not dissimilar to what you're, you're, how do you want to feel is that is what I call the miracle question. If you could wake up in six months time and wake up and take a deep breath and just have that deep breath of total satisfaction, what would be different? Mm. I bet any amount of money, it's not that things would be added into your life. I think there'd be a lot of things taken out of your life. And mm. that's a big piece of success is where we, we keep thinking that success is all about bigger, better, and more. Often success is about less, simpler, you know, and like I say, I've had to train myself over the last few weeks to reduce my to-do list every day because I'm not working under normal circumstances. Mm. I'm now working with three kids at home. So mm. I just can't, I've had to reduce that. And the miracle question for me is to be able to wake up and breathe and go, right, I've got an hour before everybody else wakes up. I'm going to do my bit of yoga. Then I'm going to do my work. But I also want space in the day to read. I also want space in the day to connect with the girls. I also want space in the day. So for me, it's about making sure that my day is made up of all the spaces that I want to put in. Um, And that only happens with intent. Yeah. And I think that's the thing that's often success becomes something that is at odds with your life as opposed to enhancing your life. And that's why, you know, if we go back to what we started with, you know, that how you define success is not going to be the same as how anyone else defines success. And so, you know, that whole thing of, um, there's, I, I do think there's definitely seasons to life and career. And, you know, it's just that, so that kind of whole thing that sometimes work has more of a priority in your, over your home life and sometimes your home life then takes a, you know, comes to the forefront, but that prolonged imbalances in any part of your life are, that's when you suddenly start getting burnout and those conflicts where you feel overwhelmed or under pressure or not happy as, you know, you're going through it. So, you know, I definitely, as you know, had the false belief that working harder was a good idea. Wasn't. (laughs) And I think now, you know, that whole thing of balance, which we all talk about it a lot, but essentially it just means choosing. Yeah, it is. Your day. it's about intentional. It's about switching off autopilot. It's so easy for us. And listen, we're you know we're sitting here pontificating, but that's not to say that we don't have moments of of just completely yeah. forgetting Absolutely. everything we are learning and and building yeah. up. But on the whole, I think we both changed our lives around. And part mm-hmm. of that was just that piece of going. What and, and you know maybe success is the wrong word because it's laden down with this idea yes. of business or money. But you know what do I want um, my life to feel like? So one of the little exercises I sometimes do with people is uh, I ask them to write a small paragraph to, that would be their eulogy. Mm-hmm. How would they like someone to look back on their life, or if they could write it themselves? Yeah. Would it be I, I you know I wanted my life to be full of just drama and stress and overwhelm. I never had, or I achieved a lot, but I also lived a lot. And it's again we use that word balance. So maybe maybe the question should be you know what does successful balance feel like or look like for you? Yeah, and I think that you know that that eulogy thing. Yeah, I think that's a huge thing. You know what would if you were observing people at your memorial service, what would they say? That's always a really emotional 
you know, question for a lot of people. And it's one I've done. And, you know, there have been times in my life where I've kind of felt a bit sad that about what they might say, because it's not the way I want to enjoy your life. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And so I think in a way it kind of brings you back to when you ask yourself that question and it can feel a bit emotional when you step into that feeling of like looking down on people talking about you, but it, it does bring you very, very much like with a, you know, a grab around the neck, where are you happy and where are you okay with the way people are describing you and where could you change? Because there is that, you know, everyone talks about it when you're on your deathbed, no one ever says, I wish I'd worked more, (laughs) you know, that they often say the important things were not things that were about money or about career. And sometimes this success piece because we, I think you and I have talked a lot because for us, and certainly I think a lot of the people that we coach, it's about actually creating a balance. That's mm. a more successful life for some people's balance. But actually, I also work with people who, uh, and myself, is that, you know, what are your ambitions? Mm. What do you want? What do you not want to have regrets about? I think that's a huge one as well. Yeah. So, you know, if you've always wanted to do more art in your life, there's no point waiting till the kids have left school. There's no point waiting till the job is a bit easier. There's no point waiting till, oh, the weather's a bit better. Just do it now. So sometimes that question is, what does success feel like in my life? So when I sort of did a lot of work on this for myself a few years ago and started doing my sort of manifesto and all that kind of thing, mm. it was about making sure that every day I had some creativity in my life because mm. um, that just fed me a little bit. Um, and so it could be little things that you add to your life that nourish you again to me that's that input not the output yeah output's yeah. very important but we in, we don't invest nearly enough time on the inputs oh yeah and I think we've talked about that and it's you know again we I'm sure we said use this saying in another episode but um you can't pour from an empty cup and yeah. I think you know if you're the other thing about being successful is that you to be successful in whatever it is you choose success to be, um, you have to, um, you know, make sure that you've got, you know, you're taking consistent action, you're positive, uh, doing positive self-talk to yourself, you're healthy, you're looking after your mental health, you know, these are all things that will make you more successful, whether it's in relationships or in life or in work, but you have to, you know, do those things to get the success. And, and sometimes I think we forget that. And I know I definitely have at times in my life taken that whole kind of thing to another level and not looked after myself. Yeah. So a lot of my success now is making sure that I'm looked after. And, and that I'm back okay. to that piece about, you know, success is not the end goal. Success is the game to get there or the journey. Yes. And it is, it's a daily practice. And, and that's the other thing that I suppose we're going to wind up now is that success is a living, breathing intention. It's yeah. not something out there in the future. It's not something that we suddenly parade ourselves, right? Oh, I'm successful now. I've got the house. It's an everyday living, progressing work in progress. Um, and it is about how you live as opposed to your assets at the end mm. of the day. Uh, and I suppose, you know, because we do love our Mayo Angelo. <laughs> so uh, I thought I'd end on one of her quotes because uh, it just really sums it up for me. And uh and it's just that piece, if I can ask our listeners to do one thing today, it's just to sit and go, am I living my life by somebody else's ideas of success? Mm. What would success look and feel like for me in terms of relationships, in terms of balance, in terms of work, in terms of uh, my own mental health? So Maya Angela says this, success is liking yourself. 
liking what you do and liking how you do it. Love it. That's just it. That's yeah. simple. So here's to liking ourselves and liking what we do and liking how we do it. Yeah. And I mean, what, what else can we say? It's just the perfect ending. Um, so I hope you can actually enjoy that and think about it and think about what success means to you. And so everybody have a successful week on your terms. Bye. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.